in San Francisco. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Patrick Go Namaste Every Monday at 6pm It's Joke Workshop Streaming live on MutinyRadio.fm Lift the veil From your third eye On joke creation And what it takes to be a stand-up comic In the five Shakasanas Of San Francisco's comedy scene This all-ages open mic Invites comedy Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, two seven eight one Twenty First Street at Florida Street in the deep deep. It's six o'clock. Here we are. It's Mutiny Radio. Yay! It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. And I'm going to have to jet relatively early because I have a show in Concord. But Dakota Price, yay! Wave into the wave to the people, Dakota. Yay! Dakota is going to be guest hosting uh, after I leave. Oh, and look, everyone's coming in. That's exciting. And there's Whoa. real people with souls. Oh, boy. Uh, the way the joke workshop works, usually we just do four-minute sets. You hear the horn at three minutes, and that means uh, wrap it up. Uh, if you want comments, just tell people that you want comments before your set, and then after your set, there's a microphone in front, and people can give you comments. I know some people are super new. Welcome, Guthrie, to the mix. All right, your first comedian today is me. Yay! Oh. I've got new stuff to talk about. <clears throat> All right. I started believing that God exists again. Anybody else get old and realize that God exists? No? Do you believe in God? Sure. Cool. Do you believe in like the patriarchal man in this clouds or in like a billion gods? Just the concept of philosoph philosophically. Right. So I believe in God number one now because of the karmic retribution that happened last night. This is a lot of fun. I was on the bus, 
and I was going um, to a friend's house. And a guy, kind of drunk guy, sat down next to me and the bus is moving and he's kind of like bumping into me and I'm forgiving that. He's a larger man. And then he starts bumping into me more and I'm like, okay, don't be, don't be cunty, Pam. Like, he's just, he's just a large, don't, don't be sizest. And then he takes his hand and starts rubbing it on my leg, basically molesting me, like no me molesta los animales, Dash isn't here, but uh, he molested me on the bus and I looked at him and I was like, um, please don't, please don't touch me, thank you. You know, because I, he was, anyway. And so he ended up getting ding, gets off the bus and the thing. And I got off two stops later and the lady behind me goes, ma'am, miss your phone. This guy dropped his phone on the bus. Karma, God exists. This motherfucker molested me and he lost his phone. Right? That's so great. Like, I, and the people are like, take the phone, take the phone. I'm just like, no, it belonged to that guy. And they're like, take the phone. What am I going to do with the phone? I'm going to smash the phone. I'm not vindictive. God did it for me. Okay. That's, that happened last night. That's real. That's my life. I don't know who it, I can't, dude, I can't even, I can't even get into my own phone. You think I can get into a stranger's phone? Like, I have no idea how technology works at all. Okay. Other reasons God exists. Uh, oh, the strange effects of menopause. Okay, welcome to my life. I'm going through menopause and it's a nightmare. And men are like, oh, whatever. It's, I'll give you the memo now. You sweat, it's horrible, you get angry. It's like becoming a 14-year-old boy. All right, all bad things, except for the fucking and the fighting. A lot of fun. But what I learned, if you don't have a baby, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, but real, or maybe it's a superhero power, your vagina gets tighter this is real. I tried to, I tried to have sex with the bus boy and we couldn't, we, it, we try, it was like, we tried and it wasn't that he, and he's very, he's, he's very well endowed, but it was me. I am, it is like I turned into a 14 year old girl. I, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do. I had to practice all week with my dildo because I want to have sex with this guy. I have to stretch it. I'm sitting in my kitchen with like olive oil, just like this, like, because my vagina has gotten tighter. So like, does God exist or is, it, is he being just a dick? Okay, one last thing. I'm a, I'm, bees can kill me. I have anaphylactic shock for bee stings. So this tiny, tiny little thing, this tiny, stupid little thing can kill me at any time. And I sometimes, I'm not glad the bees are dying, but kind of. But I think that God might be like a bee and then bees can kill me. So God is in the details. I thought you'd like that. That was just for Spencer. That was 100% only for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I thought of that today, and I was, like, I was like, no one will like that but Spencer. Okay, the one last thing I'm thinking about is that porn thing, but I tried to do that last week, and it didn't work. I got in trouble, I, so I, I'm very lonely. And I, I, I don't have internet in my house anymore because of the porn. I started, I'd never watched porn. I've never watched porn. I started watching porn. And then I got an email from this guy who was like, send me 556 Bitcoin or I'm going to send an email to your whole, everyone in your computer with a picture of you happily masturbating next to what you were masturbating next to. Now, this guy clearly doesn't have pictures of me because I angrily masturbate. All right. Uh, yay, me. Okay, those are new jokes from me. Yay. Yay. That's all stuff I wrote down today. Thanks, Dakota. Your next comedian. Dakota, do you want to go up now or do you want to go at the end? Okay, put your hands together, everybody, for Dakota Prize!
how's everybody doing? How's it going, guys? It's back. Yeah, how are you doing there? Sick. How's it going, Kavita? How you doing? Doing great. Good to see you. How you doing, Brady? God, it's so good to be here at Mutiny Radio with all of these lovely people. I love you so much. Jesus. Speaking of, speaking of religion, guys, Jesus is here. He's looking at me like I did something wrong. And that's how I feel all the time. Uh, do you know that feeling that you get like when you're like, you know, you're like uh, trying to like uh, jerk off and, you know, you like you hear footsteps like coming towards the door, you're, like like bottom of the gut feeling that like, you know, that really when you're having an intimate moment with yourself or like think about like when you were a kid, you know, and you were trying to like get one off in the middle of the night, like underneath the covers real stealth like. And then like, you know, your mom does one of those like midnight bed checks. I don't know what the fuck. Like in anyway, anybody here have young parents? Anybody? No? Yeah, yeah. I grew up with young parents. And uh, I don't know if uh, y'all know this, but if you've had young parents, uh, you've probably walked in on your parents fucking way more than you should ever see your parents fucking. Anybody here actually like walked in on their parents? Yeah. Dad was planking on top, right? Yeah, dad just planking on top. Yeah, no, I didn't have the luxury of dad just planking on top. My parents were freaks, dude. They had that twin, that 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 twenty-year-old energy, dude. Like they were going hard. Uh, I'll just tell you a story about like when uh, later in life, as a teenager, I was going to go buy some weed, and uh, I forgot my money in my drawer. So I left, and I just went up the street, and I forgot my money. I got to go back to get my money for the weed, and I. Get out of my car, go inside, and there it is, my dad, butt-ass naked with a Zorro mask, holding a double-sided dildo. And I'm like, what do, I, what do I do here? I have to get my money for drugs. Uh, so I just kind of like, ah, dad, ah. And he's like, what the fuck do you want? Like, you were leaving. Like, we had time. Like, anyway, you know, you, you have a weird life when your dad's, like, telling you to get your shit together. Don't forget your weed money, son. Yeah. Weird dichotomy in my life. Uh, I love weed. I love weed so much, man, that I do this new thing. Uh, you know, like whenever I have a bad day, whenever I'm having a rough time, I take about 500 milligrams of edibles, and then I just take a nap. I don't even wait for them to kick in. I just eat them, and then I just, like, rush to sleep. So when I wake up, it's like a brand new day. Like, a brand new day. Ah, shit, man. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy to think about that because if you take 500 milligrams of edibles and then your dog is hit by a car, like you're like, ah, oh, what dog? <laughs> so confused. Oh shit, man. I got one last, uh, little uh, joke I, I want to tell you guys. And it's not really a joke. It's just a realization that I've had. Uh, does anybody in here watch porn? Yeah, yeah, I like the yet well. And I like I love just asking a crowd full of people like cuz if you ask if you watch porn it's like do you jerk off fucker like you jerking you touching your dick like all the time like anyway uh fucking what was I going to say? Oh yeah, porn, porn titles. They're just not like they used to be because when I first started watching porn we had classic porn names like uh Boner Cop. It was fucking I'm <laughs> serving you warrants and this dick or pizza delivery boy fucks the lady and he's like i got this pizza with extra sausage but now the porn titles are just way too real like they're almost depressing because everything i see on pornhub is like busty latina stepmom has to fuck her landlord to pay her rent because she lost her job due to covid while her stepson watches <laughs> <laughs> 
what the fuck, dude? That's a lot to take in. But also, I finished so fast. Oh, God. Anyway, guys, that was my time. Yay! Yay, Dakota's got a thing for damsels in distress. Yay, Dakota Price. Uh, all right, uh, your next comedian is uh, going to be, we're, we're bumping her up the list. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brett Harper Jennings. <laughs> Thank you guys. Uh, thank you very much. Um, cool. Uh, a little bit about me. I don't like cashiers because uh, I don't like when they comment on things I'm buying. You know, I don't like when they're like, that's a lot of oranges. I'm like, I know how many it is. You know, I don't care for that. But I, I saw a TikTok that said, if you're buying something embarrassing, you should buy a birthday card with it. You know, so people think it's a present for someone else. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy so many tampons. Like I'm, and I bought all of them and they were like the large ones and, and lube. I don't know. And, uh, and I was excited and I was checking out, um, but they didn't have any birthday cards. Uh, they only had condolence cards. And so I just, I picked one and uh and then when i was checking out i felt like i needed to ex the cashier was doing that thing where she was like oh i'm sorry for your loss i was like yeah my mom died which isn't true um but then i i just was trying to explain it i was like oh she had a really heavy flow and this is what she would have wanted and that was worse um cool <laughs> good i'm glad this is good uh i Oh, I recently, uh, has anyone here been waxed? Are you two gentlemen waxed? Cool. Um, good. If you ever want to try it, uh, European Wax Center is honest with you. Um, I, I went in and I was nervous. I hadn't, I was like, I'm going to the beach. I thought it would be fun. And I, I went in and she was like, take your clothes off. And then I did and she saw me and she went, ah, which I didn't love. Um, I don't know if you've ever taken your clothes off and had someone like, ah, you know, um, and then she was like, look at your stomach hair. And I was, and I don't have stomach hair. I like if you know, and she was like, ah, it's okay. I can get rid of it for you for half of $18. And she kept saying that she kept being like for half of 18, I can get rid of that. And I was like, oh, do you mean $9? And then, but I feel like it was rude of her because like I may have had, you know, gross stomach hair, but she couldn't count. So the joke's on her. Okay. Uh, that's working on that. Um, yeah, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind dating people with bad jobs. I don't mind men with, uh, who have jobs that are easy entry, but the only issue is that usually, <laughs> sorry, this is a weird crowd, but this is good. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't mind, but the issue is I feel like it carries over to their personality. I, I was going out with this guy and uh, he was, uh, oh my God, I want to say carpenter, but that's not right. Oh, contractor. And he would show me pictures, <laughs> sorry. He would show me pictures of like houses and he was like, oh, look at this house. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, did you build that? Did you work on it? And he was like, oh no, this is just like a house I have pictures of. And I was like, okay, well, like, don't show me a picture of a house. Like, unless a child was murdered in that house, 
I don't ever want to see a picture of a house. And I was like, well, it's, and I was like, so those are just, you're just driving by taking pictures of houses. He's like, oh no, I'm like walking by and taking pictures of people in their homes. And I was like, I think you should stop doing that for a lot of reasons. Um, and I, and then I was like, I can't date you for, and he was like, oh, it's cause I'm a contractor. And I was like, no, I, it's cause you take pictures of people in their homes and I think you shouldn't do that. And he's like, I have a huge following on Pinterest. This is real. And I was like, yeah, but I don't think they're your friend. Like, I don't think they're fellow contractors who are looking at the photos. Okay, that's it. That's just. That's a new Brett Jennings, everyone. All right, your next comedian. Keep your hands clapping for Paul the Grillmaster Robertson. Cool, this is, this is a book up here. Poetry time. Oh, I didn't know whose it was, but uh, I think it's Pam's now. I guess it's Pam's. Yeah, I can speed read, so I, I got through it all. So Not funny, not funny. Hi, Instagram. Oh, man, you ever shake a guy's hand, it's real soft, and you're like, yo, bro, how much do you masturbate? Lubing that hand up. Anybody in here in love? Really? Who, is that like Everybody? Are you guys just doing ecstasy today? What? Everybody? Who, who wooed? Oh, yeah? You too? Oh, God. Everyone's in love. Fucking cuffing season. I, uh, I'm not. I'm on the apps, the applications. Sounds a lot less sexy when you call it the applications. But, uh, yeah. Where's I going with that? Huh. I don't know. Oh yeah, okay. So, you guys in love? Are you? you, you where, where'd you meet uh, your significant other? Or in parentheses, s? I don't know. Oh wow, you got paid to like fuck your coworker? Oh shit! Are you sure you're in love? Or oh, you got yeah. It's okay. God, I need it. I need to get it. Oh man, yeah. Fuck it. Wow, yeah. Hey man, there's not. Yeah, the Bun Club. I'm next. The Buns Club. These guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah. The apps. You know what's popular on the apps? You guys don't know because you're like fucking each other. But like, uh, for everyone else. You know what else is popular on the apps these days? E-N-M. You know E-N-M? You know E-N-M? You know E-N-M? Ethical non-monogamy. Yeah, dude, you can't sell me that, and I'm in real estate. I know a timeshare when I hear one, you know? It's like (laughs) ethical non-monogamy. It's like a pussy timeshare. Like, you take week one and three, and Dave will fuck me in week two and four. Like, I don't know. And then for people who are ethically non-monogamous, you might have to meet the guy who's fucking your girl. It's like, oh, hi, Roger. Oh, his hands are really big. Uh-oh. Uh, it's supposed to be correlated to his dick size. I don't know. I'll, I'll work on that. Hey, Lee, what's up? Um, yeah, so insecure up here, guys. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a lie. I'm very secure. I'm the most secure person in here. That's a lie. Okay, so actually, we're all comics. Maybe not. So then... Round of applause, who, or not applause, but to, on average. Who, who's, who's harder to make come on average? The guys or the ladies? What do you think, Lee? 
I think you're allowed to say. I really think you are. That I'm asking a white cisgendered straight guy. Hi, Instagram. You come really easy? Oh. I didn't see that coming. Okay. All right. All right. They never do. It's like, oh my God, uh, my face. Uh, they never do. Okay. Oh, really? Is that why you got in a car accident? Oh my God, just broke up. Well, I had to bring that up, Pam. Just kidding. I made it all up. He did not get in a car accident. What? I. Okay. Because <laughs> he left his glasses, Pam. All right, I'm Paul Robertson. Have a good night. Keep your dance clapping for Paul Robertson. Uh, your next comedian is, I, I think. I, he's probably my favorite comedian in San Francisco. I think you and Lauren are my favorite comedians in San Francisco right now. But uh, I think he's so funny and wonderful and always just a, just a joy and a treat. Put your hands together for Spencer Devine. No, I can't do that bit because now it's on video. They know I'm lying. I can't do bits just for the radio anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you, now you don't know what's happening. Anything could be happening. Uh, when people are insecure, uh, they go fishing for compliments. Um, I'm a little bit more confident. You know, I'm a little more secure with myself. Uh, and I'm direct. So I go noodling for compliments. Uh, basically, what that means is I just walk out onto the street. I find someone. And I'm like, tell me why I look good. And then I leave it be, you know, let them latch onto my arm. Uh, what that what fishing for compliments. What that means is the person they, they're insecure. OK, and they want you to compliment them, but they don't want to just tell you. They, they 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 want they think you're dumb and they want to set a trap and they're like all right let me just set this lure on here oh i feel so fat today <laughs> a bloop 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 and the fish are down there like oh no it's feeling fat no dude don't do it it's the same every time jeff never came back oh, i gotta make you feel better you're so beautiful um, nom, 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 nom. uh i can't like people i okay this is gonna sound egotistical but i get a lot of compliments so, uh, but I don't know how to handle them. I'm very poor. I, I cannot handle a compliment to save my life. Uh, so what that, it's the opposite of fishing, okay? Uh, when someone's like, hey, Spencer, you had a really good set. In my brain is just a man standing on a rowboat in the middle of the lake. And fish are jumping out of the lake into the boat. And he's like, no, the only, my only fear. And he's just like, ah, get out of here. No, I, the boat is sinking. There's too many fish. Uh, at its core, remember that's about how great I am. Uh, I'm, I'm not... I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm okay at spelling. Um, what I hate, though, is uh, spelling bees. 
Um, yeah, I love the bee joke. I, uh, I, I hate spelling bees because who taught those little motherfuckers how to spell? Am I right? Unnecessary. They already had swords tied to their internal organs. They didn't need to understand the basic plot of the catcher in the rye. That's too much. Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson, the administration office, it's full of bees. Well, it's normally full of bees. There's nothing weird about that. No, you don't understand. They're spelling bees. They're literate. They're going through the student files, finding out who's allergic alphabetically. Abigail Adams is fucked. Run, Xander, with an X. Run! And then later at the football game, okay, all the cheerleaders are on the side. They're excited, and they're like, be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. And the principal runs onto the field, and he says, no, they don't appreciate wordplay. The bees are aggressive. The bees, bees are aggressive. Uh, basically, the point of that joke is there's not enough EpiPens in the world for bees that can read. Uh, you're welcome, internet. Cool. Uh, one minute left. Um, I'll do this one. This should. Uh, I know they say not to go grocery shopping when you're stoned. Um, so <laughs> I haven't been grocery shopping in like ten years. It's a real problem. Uh, when I go though, I'll go to the ten items or less lane. Um, because I'm a professional. Uh, I don't know if you knew there's different layers of seriousness. There's the fucking wild west of self-checkout. There's a small child rolling in a pile of fun dip. There's a fire. Uh, check some stuff out. Don't check some stuff out. Put in Hot Pockets as bananas. Live your life. No aisle numbers, no rules. Then there's the middle aisles, and there's nothing funny about them. Seriously, I asked an AI if there was anything funny about them, and they're like, I don't think so. Uh, and then there's aisle number one, okay? We all made a decision to be here. People are like, Spencer, be cool if someone has 11 items. Fuck that, okay? I don't even have anywhere to be, but this is a conscious choice. This is the Thunderdome. It's not my fault if you don't have a weapon. So I'll snipe people out of line if they're not ready. This man has more than 10 items. I just have grapes. Yeah, grapes. <laughs> How many sunflower seeds you got? A thousand? Move down. You're not ready for this. Thank you. I've been Spencer Devine. Have a great night. Yay, Spencer Devine. Woo, we love Spencer. All right, um, I'm going to introduce your next comedian, and I'm just I'm going to jimmy jangle out of here. I got to run to Concord uh, for a show, but Dakota Price will be taking over. He just went in the bathroom. There's a lot of people watching on the internet, just so you guys know. Like I've been, I wave at them, and so I, I've waved at like at least 12 people. Okay, 12 people isn't a lot, but we also clap it up for the actual souls in the room. That are people that aren't um, that aren't comedians. That's exciting. You have a real audience today, everybody. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Denise Lee. Hello. Uh, so so something something about me. I I date a lot of white men because I respect cultural traditions. Uh, but the but hear me out, okay? Like the really special thing about dating white men is just like nothing. Uh, but but I love their moms. 
Uh, hell yeah. Like why moms give me stuff I didn't have as a kid, like snacks and saying good job. Really nice. <laughs> My ex's mom loved how polite I was. Like the first time she met me, she was like, the girls Jordan used to date were so rude, but you Asians are so polite. And I was like, I mean, yeah, Asians are polite to your face. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to talk shit about you until I get home and then your dinner conversation for two weeks. Bye, Pam. Good luck in Concord. Um, my ex always said I was like the most normal relationship he'd ever had. And I thought normal was good. But once I overheard him telling his friend, Denise isn't like my crazy exes who would like go through my phone. She's so nice and normal is kind of boring. And I thought the last part was unnecessary to say because I found this conversation while going through his phone, you know. But he's right. I wasn't like his crazy exes. After I went through his phone, I forced myself to stay really calm while I burned his apartment down. Yeah, cool. Okay, we like that tag. Okay. Uh, I stay in relationships longer than I should, though, because I avoid conflict. I avoid conflict, which is why I think I've had the same hairdresser for the last 10 years, even though she's always like low key insulting me. Like last time I told her I wanted short hair and she was like, we should keep your hair long because long hair hides chubby faces. And I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> Sounds good. I saw my friend afterwards and she was like, I thought you were cutting your hair short. And I was like, I'm keeping it long because my hairdresser said long hair hides chubby faces. And she was like, Denise, you can't say that about yourself. Your face doesn't look chubby at all. And I was like, oh my God, it's working. <laughs> Lady was right. <laughs> I dated, I dated my ex for two years. Um, and my favorite thing about him was that he had really nice Tupperware containers. I feel like if you want to know how someone really feels about you, see what type of Tupperware they let you borrow. Like when a man tells me he likes me, that means nothing to me. Okay, prove your love and show me what Tupperware you have. Like does your Tupperware speak louder than your words? Like most of the Tupperware I have is flimsy and like breaks after four weeks, just like the men that gave them to me. Yeah. They break down. They're like, we can't handle this for that long. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're leaking. Throw yourself in the garbage. <laughs> I want a man who gives me glass Tupperware because we know glass Tupperware costs more, right? I went to a potluck dinner last year and the host gave me uh, some leftovers in a glass Tupperware container. And I was like, are you flirting with me right now? <laughs> I was like, is our love as strong as this tempered glass? <laughs> And he was like, you know, you can't keep that right. I'm going to need that back. And I was like, oh, you want to see me again? Okay, that's nice. All right, I've been Denise. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was Denise Lee, everybody. Yeah. All right, your next comedian is my grandmother's favorite comedian and has a, the voice of an angel. Give it up for Brady Pearson. Well, hey, everybody. How you doing? I'm Brady. It's Pride. Happy Pride. Am I the, am I the only queer person in the room? Am I? No. no. There's another one? Where? Is it you? Oh, thank God. But now that that's all of the way, I mean, don't you just hate faggots and queer people? I don't know. 
So guys, I, so there's some straight guys here. Right? So I want to ask some questions. Um, what 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 are your thoughts on cocksucking? What do you think about that? You like it? Are you for it? Against it? I mean, you not anti? Do you seek it out? You know, you just said that. Okay, okay, because you're trying. I'm the comedian here. We don't have. To, we don't. We don't. We don't need you to be funny too. And, and what about you guys? I mean, like, what? Pro, right? Okay. Ladies, do, do any of us do it? Any, 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 are there any cocksuckers? Okay, so pleasure or power? Right? You know what I'm asking, right? You don't. I mean, I, I mean I, when I'm sucking a dick... I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to suck that dick like a snorkel, like oxygen is coming through it. Like it's dropping in front of my face on a plane. That's how I suck a dick. I'm just asking. I mean, seems like, and, and you guys, so do, do you really like to? And I'm just asking these just quote. Um, so it is power. Yeah, okay. I'll just suck your dick. But guys, we all like it. Like we all acknowledge it and like, so is there any guy in this room that didn't think about, or at least try to suck their own cock? Did you think about it? You did, didn't you? Really? But you thought about it. Right? Did you think about it too, right? You thought about it? Okay, so what's the fucking problem? Are you mad because I can do it? You say, you fucking cocksucker. You're like, you goddamn cocksucker. You fucking cocksucker. It appears to me that most men kind of like it and want to do it themselves, right? So here's the thing. At this pride, let's do a great reach around. Okay, let's make this right. And we will suck cock as much as we can because I'm all about outreach. This pride. So um, does anybody else live here in San Francisco? Right. Um, I just moved. I've lived everywhere. I've lived in the Mission. I've lived... Nopa, they call it Nopa for fuck's sake, Nopa. Um, Noe Valley, right? And now I live in the Tenderloin. Anyone familiar with the Tenderloin? Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Tenderloin, let us say and start with that it is the best cut of meat. It is the finest cut of meat on a slab, right? We're like, yes, what do you want? I want the Tenderloin. And where do I live? I live on a very savory slice. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, you walk out there, and it's like, imagine kind of like an aha tuna, right? Aha tuna. Lightly seared, quickly, and blackened, and I don't know, like, cracked smoke and a little bit of meth. It's just so flavorful. It's almost like an umami, right? A little bit of shit on it. Is this too much for the children? It's like, people... I am too much for the children, so my mother always said, you're just too much for the children. Well, it's pride, so um, I'm going to leave you with the failure of a musical that I'll never write called Little Orphan Fanny. And it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Your son will come out tomorrow Better be a bottom and he'll swallow Oh my God He'll be gay and he won't be lonely 
I'll jizz on his chin. He'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow is only a gay away. Thank you, I'm Brady. Thank you, Dakota. Thank you, Mutiny. Yeah, we love Brady Pearson so much. He's literally, oh my God, he's a sex symbol. Oh my God. All right, guys. uh, This next comedian, she's lovely. She's 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 quite hilarious. Let's make it big and loud for competency. Hey guys, um, to all the ninety percent men, I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to listen to my uh, vagina monologue. Um, okay, I think I, I think vibrators are getting like really uh, intense these days. Like I um I, I went to I went to Good Vibrations to get a new vibrator, and the the woman recommended she she like showed me a bunch, and she was like, I highly recommend. What was the name of the brand again? Yeah, she was like, yeah, the Lilo Womanizer, okay? It's this high-caliber vibrator with nine millimeters and that shoots rounds of air into your pussy with pinpoint precision, and I highly suggest that you buy it. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Uh, do I need a license? <laughs> like a background check at least? <laughs> like the lack of regulation um, is alarming. Um, but I did end up going with another one, um, which I quickly realized wasn't for me, um, after my pussy fell off. Um, and it was weird cause I set it to like the lowest setting, um, omnidirectional drilling. <laughs> They're like, the makers were like, we're going to excavate into her soul. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, my boyfriend was like shocked to see it was like chained to my bedroom wall. And I was like. It gets angry when you don't feed it. Um, okay, that was it. That was great. Um, I, what was the, what was the thing I was going to say? Um, I think, hang on, hang on. No one light me. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think it, it, it alarms me nowadays. I feel like people or your young kids are um, adopting more and more like extreme views Right. I think they're just like indoctrinated with a lot of extreme views and social media is really like magnifying that and providing them with spaces where they can like find like minded people and connect with them. And um, like, I don't know if you guys saw in the news, uh, but Taylor Swift is having a concert. Um, and let me tell you, these fans are crazy. I'm going to say it. Someone's going to kill me, but try killing me when I'm already dead inside. Um but I shared my opinion about Taylor Swift um, uh, to a woman, and her reaction was so aggressive, okay? It was, it was this. It was... <laughs> Which I don't know if you guys know this, but, like, in woman speak basically means that, like, you're a dumb cunt. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It just it really ruined things. Uh, it completely, like, changed our relationship, for example, she, uh, I'm, what, what I write? Yeah, yeah, like, like, we used to, like, yeah, we used to share our eight, an HBO account. Um, I used to be her emergency contact. Um, I used to be her kid's godmother. Um, and this was all, like, made even more awkward when I saw her, um, at, uh, our dad's birthday party. Um, 
I was like, damn, you're just going to deny my humanity from now on. And it's weird. It's weird. Cause when I go home, it's like, I know, like, I know I can talk to her about things, just not about Taylor, you know? And I know that she will never trust me with her children again. Um, okay. The last, literally the last thing I'll say is no, but seriously though, my, my bet, one of my good friends, his girlfriend, um, the links, like she, she went to buy this, like the Taylor Swift concert ticket. Like she created this algorithm that like basically tracks when tickets are automatically available and she could buy them at the lowest prices. And it's like, dude, you're like, she's a barista. Like, like, like imagine all of the things that you like, like if you, like you could accomplish if you redirected your passion towards something more productive, like world hunger or saving the otters or unblocking me. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. Hey, that was uh, coming to sing, everybody. Wasn't that amazing? Oh, my God. Oh. All right. This next comedian is taking part in the, the workshop part of the joke workshop. So what that means is get out your notebooks, get out your pads or your fucking uh, little thingy-mabob that you, 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 you take notes on. And, uh, you know, he wants some notes on his set. He's getting new into this comedy thing. What's this? Sixth mic? My, six? Number six? Five, six, whatever he's, uh, you know. Yeah, pick up sticks. Oh, all right, guys. We're going to make up big and loud for his first time here at Mutiny Radio. Guthrie Renwick. Thank you. Thank you. My ADHD is popping today, so bear with me, guys. All right. So my dad, he's a bigger guy. He's been going through some health problems lately. He's also getting a little bit older. So he got an electric bike to get in shape, right? So you're right. So, uh, first ride out on this thing, he crashes. And I'm like, Dad, what happened? You know, you, you've been riding bikes your whole life. Like, why today? He said, you know, I'm getting too fat. I can't even ride this electric bike. So now my dad's working on losing weight so that he can ride the electric bike to lose weight in the future. <laughs> so, just speaking of random, my dad's health stuff, he'll just tell me the most random things. And, like, he got a hip replacement recently, and he's like, I'm more machine than man now, you know? I got metal knees, metal ankles, metal shoulders. He's like, when I die, just take me to the scrapyard. Make a couple bucks off my body. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Dad, whatever you say. So, yesterday, my dad, he, I called him for Father's Day, right? He bought a cop car just out of the blue. This is completely out of character for him. So, as far as I know, my dad's only interaction with the cops was in the 70s. He got arrested for weed. He spent 24 hours in jail. He got out on a technicality. Technically, the weed was oregano. So now he has a cop car. It's like a Ford Enforcer. It's like a Ford Explorer on steroids, and it has the plexiglass still. So there's still the plexiglass between the front and the back seat and the trunk in the back seat. And the guy's like, just don't clean it out. Make sure when you're cleaning out the back seat, don't close that door because you are fucked. <laughs> So he obviously bought this from an ex-cop, right? And so this ex-cop lists the thing for like 12K. My dad's like, I'll poke the bear, 11K. That's a pretty cool thing, you know, tight suspension, looks like a race car. The guy goes, I had a number in mind, you know, how about 10K? So my dad's like, that's a deal I can't pass up. I, I sincerely hope this cop wasn't a fucking hostage negotiator because he was shit at negotiating. But anyways... <laughs> My dad has this car and he's calling it the Bluesmobile because he's like always been a fan of the Blues Brothers. And honestly, I think it's like rather appropriate because like my dad's a big guy. 
He did a fair share of drinking in his life. He kind of looks like if John Belushi was still alive right now. Feels fitting. So I was like, Dad, what? <laughs> like, uh, excuse me for a second here. I'm still fresh on the scene. Sometimes I get lost. <laughs> so he says the only problem driving this car, right? It's like the Kramer and Seinfeld issue where everyone around him is going so slow. And he has this like car with like, he keeps talking about this tight suspension. Like it's like a race car. It's rock solid. And he's like, he can't unleash the monster because everyone's going fucking like 40 and the 45 around him because they're too scared. <laughs> so anyways, me and him are going to drive to my cousin's wedding in September. And uh, I'm pretty excited. We're going to drive in the cop car. So <laughs> I'm just excited to blast NWA and hotbox it the whole way there. <laughs> just like, thanks for making my dreams come true, dad. But um, so him getting this cop car really changes my whole perspective on everything because, you know, I got a really active imagination. And now I can just see myself dropping off my dad's corpse at the fucking scrapyard, this bloated, Belushi-esque corpse at the scrapyard, and just turn into the scrapper and being like, I'm on a mission from God. Get at least $16 per pound for these titanium hips. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm Guthrie Renwick. Appreciate y'all. Hey, yeah. All right, Guthrie. Now, this is the part where you stand up there. St nope. Stay on the stage. All right. Oh the, this, like is the, this is the now. workshop Jesus. part. And right. oh shit! I just know Newman's not blonde anymore. That was crazy. Anyway, uh, fucking uh, this. There's a microphone up there by the stage. If anybody has comments or anything you think that could uh advice for his set, uh, and this maybe is a way to punch up some of these jokes. Uh, go up there to the mic and find a microphone and say some stuff. Really, any advice? I started six days ago, so. Um, am I? Is the you, microphone you got, got, this one? Yeah, it's active. I got, you. I got you. Um. I like all the material about your dad. I feel like the negotiation part could be punched up. Um, I don't feel like there was enough punchlines in there. And you can, you know, you can lie about what happened. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, at, just more, because more intense, like, or, and then you can even go into um, the idea of like a shitty hostage negotiator that's just a cool tangent thought that you could um branch off into if you wanted to do a separate joke about that yeah that sounds good I, my so i didn't open mic last night wrote five minutes for it. my dad i called him because i actually wrote like four and a half and i was like i need 30 seconds hooking me something yeah. he told me this cop car story out of the blue and i'm like new five minutes here you we can go do a whole, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you can do a whole so, hot five about the cop car yeah, oh, that's yeah. what I was going to say. But um, it's, as you're starting out here, I mean, we all want to be, uh, I mean, I want to be a long form st like storytelling comic and it, it takes a lot of uh, practice and uh, learning how to like punch up stories because uh, the human attention span only lasts so long. Uh, you want to be able to get at least a punchline or some sort of joke in there every like 22 seconds. So like that's the goal. If you can do it, if not, you know, it's whatever. But like uh, uh, just... Work on uh, trying to get off book, like which I mean, we all we all bring notes up sometimes, but uh, just work on your stage presence. Be a little bit more confident. I would laugh a lot harder if you told that cop story with more confidence about how just how like how real it is. Just be more descriptive. Be more uh, into the story. It's this is a real story that happened to you, and you can tell it however you want. Okay, so don't be afraid to punch things up. Like you can try a few different ways to say a thing. Like you know, like. Just go hard in the game, you know, and that's that's what I'm saying. Anybody else got some shit? Anybody got some shit to say?
Any shit to say? They thought it was perfect. No shit. They, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh man. I need yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. No, guys. you're wonderful, dude. No, you're great. Appreciate it. Thank you for hosting this. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks yeah. Get the off the stage, Guthrie. Love you. <laughs> All right, guys. We're gonna keep it rolling. And uh, this next comedian, I feel bad because I always forget his name. I know him really well all the time but he's like my he's my bestie in the game actually i i, I want to give him a hug and tell him how much i love him lee it's fine i'll fucking clap for myself thanks very much <laughs> thanks for that intro never forget my name is new york city here we go you know i have a lot of friends Anyone else? Oh, just you, sir. Good job. Good for you. Uh, no, but, uh, you know, I don't have, like, a lot, a lot, but, like, a good amount because I'm kind of dark sometimes. See, I already walked to Denise. <laughs> Bye, Denise. No, she's going, she's going to bigger and better things, unlike me. Here I am. Uh, you're welcome. But, uh, you know... I had this like this tight group of friends I have and you know like they enjoyed my dark humor. They were like, "Hey man, we should throw a suicide party." You know? And <laughs> yeah, Spencer fucking knows. Uh, you know, and we'll just we'll take ourselves out how we always wanted to go. You know? I was like, "Oh man, that sounds great." So I get the invite on Facebook. And, I mean, I committed. I said going. You know, green check. I wasn't just interested. I was fucking going. Are you agreeing or swatting a fly? What are you doing? Son of a bitch. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know your mother. She's probably very sweet. But, <laughs> no, the thing is, you know, I mean, I'm a guy who jokes about suicide. I'm not really good at commitment, you know. Didn't make it to the party. And I felt bad, because I'm also a sensitive guy. I don't know if you guys can tell that down there. I'm pretty sensitive, all six of you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I decided I would make it up to them, and I would throw my own suicide party. So I sent out the Evites. Silence. Texted a couple people. Message not sent. Turns out I'm going to have to turn this joke into past tense because I had a lot of good friends. <laughs> I just didn't make it to the party. <laughs> so we love suicide. That's good. You guys like Kanye? <laughs> Is that a yes? Or you just don't want to say it out loud on radio? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you do. Sick. No, I do too. And I got a little, you know... I mean, I don't agree with the anti-Semitism, but I kind of get it. Not the anti-Semitism. Just saying crazy shit when you're going through a breakup, right? Because <laughs> I definitely threaten to kill myself. <laughs> no? You too? Okay. You feel me. You guys a fan of R. Kelly? coming out with a new album do you know it's called i admit <laughs> not even a joke that's the real fucking name 
Dude, what big balls on that guy, right? Empty bladder, big old balls. How it goes. You know, I started eating jello pudding again. <laughs> That's the point where I get horned, which is very accurate. And honestly, I don't want any notes. <laughs> I, I I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, fucking give the time back to the room because I don't need them, obviously. Because <laughs> now I have a new suicide party friend group. And you're all coming, right? All right, I'm going to guess how you guys are going to go. You, shotgun to the face. Of course, you love Nirvana. Uh, <laughs> you, I don't know, maybe drowning because you're bad at boats. Uh, <laughs> you, sir, you're going to jerk off with a belt around your neck. Uh, <laughs> you are a fucking amalgam. Uh, that's not a word, but <laughs> I made it up. But I don't know how you're going to go. Maybe a shotgun up the anus. <laughs> you kind of seem like a freak. And it is Pride Month as well. And hey, however you want to go, sir, I respect it. And I'm proud of you. <laughs> Newman is just going to sulk himself into death <laughs> over here. <laughs> That's funny to me. Uh, <laughs> my little Eeyore. Anyway. You know, I think I got the horn about a minute ago. So, you know, let's, uh, my party will be at, uh, if you want the address, DM me for deets, okay? Yeah, Lee Wyatt! Lee! <laughs> oh, God, uncontrollably, it hurts. Like, like, the jokes are so sad, but, you know, they make my heart feel good in a weird way. I don't know, it's like, it's like, I, it's like a, it's like a tickle, you know, like a... I got a tickle on my rectum. All right, uh, this next comedian, uh, it, it freaked me out because it went back to, from the blonde hair. Uh, also really fucking hilarious. Make it loud for Newman Shay! Yeah, what's up, guys? Um, something that happened recently. Uh, my friend came out as a gay recently. <laughs> yeah. And it was a super hard experience for me, you know, because like this friend, he was like way better with women than me. So like it was like hard finding out that I was being beaten in a game that like he he didn't even have his whole art in, you know, that was that was a weird realization. Um, I need new friends. I tried Bumble BFF recently and that made me feel uh, super gay. Not that it's a weird thing. It was just like a new experience for me. To be like swiping on dudes being like he looks like a nice guy but he's not my type you know that's a new a new experience um yeah i'm a big fan of rap music but i know there's like a lot of fighting between people who like old rap and people who like new rap like i saw this post recently that was like i hate how the new generation doesn't respect tupac which I don't think is fair, because, like, the old generation killed Tupac, so that's not good. Um, I've never gotten COVID before. I haven't. And I was talking with my friends this recently, and he was like, if you've never gotten COVID, that means you don't go out enough. Which I think is, like, a weird way of looking at it, you know? Because, like, if I told my friend, I was like, hey, I've never gotten herpes before. What does reaction be like? Hey, you don't have enough sex, you know? Like, is that 
that would be I don't know. Um, I'm on the dating apps. Uh, I'm on Hinge right now. Did you know Hinge has this feature where you can decide what what race of like people you want to swipe on? Like this is a real thing, and I get why like it exists. Like you know, people want to like date people with like similar backgrounds and cultures. I just feel like white people shouldn't have that option. You know, I think that is the th- you know like I think. Cause like look at SF, you know, like it's almost like just a white dude and Asian girlfriend, and I think I figured out why. You know, as soon as I opened Hinge, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. You know, it really does. All right, that has legs, I think. I think um I don't know um I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not good at dating. I think the only dating advice I can really give is like if a straight dude brings up astrology unprompted he hasn't got laid in like months you know like maybe years if we're being honest that yeah did you already be oh okay cool fuck no i'm just kidding i don't know i think um i don't know i um i'm realizing like women they have like very like high standards on like who they want to go on on a date with but they have very low standards for that date you know like I was on a date recently and we were making out and this girl, she was like, I just want to do this. I don't want to do anything more. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then she was like, thank you so much for respecting my boundaries, which is crazy. Cause like the other option is a crime, you know, like that's what that is. Not good. I don't know. I, um, I'm not, I'm not good with social media. I'm not. I think I think my attention span has gone too low for like Instagram. Like I saw this post, one of my friends posted this thing recently and he had this like long paragraph as a caption and I was like I'm not reading any of that. So I just commented congrats. Yeah, his grandma died. I'm going to end there. That was a good place to end. All right, goodbye guys. Yeah. All right guys, we're here at the end of joke workshop. There's no comedians left except for Emma Brennan. And, and uh, we're going to coax her onto the stage. I may or may not have got her faded during my podcast. And we're just going to unleash her into the wild and see if she was going to do some comedy. You don't have to. But everybody start a chant. Emma! 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 Oh. Uh, it was Father's Day yesterday. I called my dad. I'm now the favorite child. Isn't that fantastic? I haven't been the favorite since I was 11. That was cool. That's just a fun fact. That's something I was saying yesterday on Father's Day. It was really exciting for me. I'm a degenerate. I don't deserve to be. My older brother is an engineer. I don't deserve to be the favorite. But I woke up at noon and I called first. So now I'm the favorite. Uh, I don't have a good relationship with my parents. I'm like, like choking on a corn chip right now. I should have drinking some water before I stepped on stage, but I was coaxed. I don't have a good relationship with my parents. I don't respect them as parents, but I appreciate them as hard workers. So my favorite thing to do with my parents is to overshare information about myself. And sometimes I feel like I forget what information I've told them because last time I was visiting my mom, she started recommending me sex toys. And I didn't realize that my mom knew that I didn't ever own a sex toy. And she was very adamant about this. She was like, Emma, you need to get a vibrator. I didn't even have to ask her what type because I was a very snoopy child. I knew exactly what kind. Basically, it looks like a microphone. 
Wrong stem. I feel like I can never own a vibrator now. What am I supposed to do? What if it works? I'm going to be laying there just like, oh, fuck. I need to call my mom. Cool. <laughs> I'm on my period. Some people might refer to my form of feminine care as free bleeding feminism. No. I'm much more of a budget-friendly bleeder. So if I don't need to use a tampon, I won't. But if I feel like it's absolutely necessary, I will. And some of you, you sir, might be thinking, doesn't a tampon cost less than replacing all of your underwear each month? Yes. Yes, it does. But hydrogen peroxide is only $2. Dakota listens to True Crime Podcasts. Great. I'm very unhealthy. I'm a very unhealthy person. Very petite, but not for healthy reasons. I don't like to exercise for fun. Not something I do. Not something. It's very bad. It's to the point where I get jealous if I see a muscular dog. You guys ever see a French bulldog? They have like thick thighs and a fat ass. They just walk around. I do that. And I don't got that. The only time I exercise is if I'm like riding a dude. And even then, it's not out of the value of exercising or even the value of sexual compatibility. It's more so because I'm competitive. And I want to prove to them that I have more stamina. Awesome. I've been thinking a lot about energy. How people will call out good and bad energy. And I've come to the conclusion that I will never accept it if it's coming from a young white person. Because we fucking suck at calling out energy. Because I like to think that I'm really good at calling out good and bad energy. But I met this person recently and I just love them right off the bat. It was like childlike aura, fantastic smile, so friendly, great energy. And they asked me for a ride home. And as soon as they got in my car, they started talking about how they've been doing meth for the past three days. We're not that good at calling out energy. Great, that joke sucks. Anyway, my name is Emma. You guys are fantastic. I guess that's the end of Muni Radio Joke Workshop Mondays at 6 p.m., right? Yeah! Thank you. Dude, Emma Brennan, she was like, don't put me up. And I was like, dude, you got to go out. You're going to kill it. You're going to do it. And she did. Thank you guys for showing up. Without you, this is Schizophrenia. Yay. Thanks, fam, for that cool line. All right, guys, that was your joke workshop at 6 p.m. Tune in other days and all the time at Mutiny Radio. This is Mutiny, Mutiny Radio.
Wednesday. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite 